So did you, did you make a, a beer run, John? I did. Did you bring enough back for everybody? I doubt it. I have uh, Son of Son of Juice from Maplewood. Oh yeah. No, I love that one. I love this one. Yeah. Makes total sense. Why are we recording this more importantly? <laughs> what are you talking about? Hey. <laughs> Our privacy. <laughs> Yeah. You never know. It might become, uh, you know, a Worldwide <laughs> IT Guys podcast. It, we might happen upon one. You never know. I, I'm glad to see that um, everybody's showing up here. And, and the question of the moment is, what are we all drinking? It is a cocktail hour. So most importantly, Eric and uh, Eric, who are still, you know, sort of reasonable daytime. <laughs> what are you guys doing? Eric's got Santa. Do you see my or do you see my uh, cup? Look at my cup. I have the Chicago cup that Love I got it. from uh, monks with you guys. I'm drinking a brewery called Crux. It's a hazy IPA, which is a uh, Oregon oh, brewery. Very nice. But there's more. This, this <laughs> there's is more. Next. This is uh, Japanese whiskey. That's what I was looking for. Nice. Scotch spike. So that that will be my second drink if it does happen that's when we start talking migrations he gets that bottle (laughs) (laughs) hi jen hey guys i I managed to get her to show up (laughs) i wanted to say hi to you guys i did can you take a screenshot of yourself in that office so i can have you as my background and so the next time i'm on a call with steve i can just pop you right here (laughs) Yeah, just slide to the side a little bit, looking at him like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I am drinking a Seattle beer called Bodhisattva. All right. IPA. Oh, I seriously thought it was Fanta. It is not. I, I totally bought it, Dion. I am. I changed that background, Eric. It's not working. <laughs> You're looking like a Max Headroom from the 80s. Yeah. It's not flattering you either in any way. <laughs> well, I do want to be flattered. All right, here you go. Uh, you probably can't see there's a backlight. That's Yeah, that's a little better. Cool. Bodhisattva. It says, warm beer sucks. Please refrigerate. Georgetown Brewing, right? Yeah. I know that one. I drink them sometimes. Ooh, nice. Perfect. I saw uh, JB. It looked like you had a cocktail of some whiskey. Yep. Mm-hmm. Which whiskey? What's your uh, Pendleton? Whiskey the Pen- Canadian whiskey. Oh, all right. Hey, Ross, are you getting to your uh, workshop to make anything these days? Ross is sinking. <laughs> <laughs> I I have my desk set up for standing, but I'm a little bit tired. Yes, I actually I am. I need to go and talk to a guy. I'm printing that same thing. You are? Yeah, uh, I just I just dropped a little different design, but yeah. No, this is a broken one. This is the the approved one that actually has the the the. I have like five of them in in the living room, but I am talking to this guy. They're a part of like this PPE network. 
they're supposed to get me a uh, piece of plexiglass, a quarter-inch piece of plexiglass, because I have a CNC machine. So we're going to try to churn out a couple of a couple of more that are made of just one sheet of plastic. So nice. I'm going to go today and try to figure out what to do. Because these things, for me, I don't know about you, but they take seven hours to print. Uh, about three. Uh, what are you printing out of? Uh, PP. Say that again. I missed that. PPE. PPE. I'm I'm not sure I'm familiar with that material. It's uh, yellow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it gets really really brown, but most times yellow or clear. We're bringing it back to where we belong. Yes, thank you. <laughs> I've been locked in a house with like six and three-year-old. That's all we talk about. You can't print with that? I write my name all the time. <laughs> so they, yesterday we played dodgeball in the yard, and the goal was try to hit dad in the penis. This is basically the goal that they tried. Wow. That's a small target. Oh. Oh, cold. You set yourself oh. up for that one. Come on. Wait, why does John sound like sound like shit? He's in the bubble room. Yeah, bubble. bubble room. Use my headphone, my uh, AirPods. Wait, for $150, those should sound a lot better than that. Well, I only have one in. Maybe if I put two in. That's what you said? Ah. Does it sound better now? No, you still sound like a bad robot. Yeah. <laughs> bad Actually, robot. now I hear him in both ears, though. <laughs> what? Uh, what? Surround uh, shitty. Maybe, maybe it's because my beard's so long; it's getting caught up in the air. Right. By, by the way, John, it's PLA filament. Sorry, I misspoke. Oh, okay. The, there is actually a PP filament for polypropylene. Yeah, P PLA, just standard PLA, but uh, oh. it just takes forever because there's a lot of finicky parts. Usually PLA prints fine for me. I'm printing it out of Pet G right now, which I've been struggling a little bit with, but it's supposed to be a little more flexible so they don't break. Yeah, no, apparently I have a very small nozzle, so it prints. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> well, so nobody's Honestly, I'm so glad we are actually recording this. I, I wasn't okay with it at first, but now. Now I'm I'm all on board with recording this. Uh, You're all a bunch of twelve year olds. Uh, this just in? Question mark. <laughs> <laughs> she never listens to the podcast. Actually, I do. I know. Oh God. <clears throat> Moving on. <laughs> Should we get Nikki to confirm this or? Good thing about nozzles is they are they are easily replaceable. So I bet you didn't know that one. Well, <laughs> you gotta those emails you get in your spam folder. So well, you both have, does anyone else have a 3D printer? Is it just Ross and John? We don't know how to use it. Emily has a 3D printer that's sitting in our basement somewhere. She taught me and then I forgot. I have no idea how big her nozzle is. 
<laughs> hey, hey, Jan, I mean, if you're interested, you can tell me which printer it is and I can just sell, send you the G code and you can just plug it in and click print. That would be great, except I am up to here in making cloth masks. Uh, okay, never mind. Every time I turn around, I am three days out from fulfilling orders and it just is ongoing. Are you here for your But if I catch piece? up, I'll yes. let you know. So I haven't gotten I haven't gotten the full uh, the full round here. So I know what Dion's drinking. I know what John's drinking. I got so what have we got there, Carla? I missed that one. That tire. All good, Ross. Water. Water. Yeah. I got I got to drive. Yeah. I got to drive. I'm a party pooper. I might go drive too. It sounds fun. <laughs> Maybe I'll go for a drive. Why not? Why not? The streets are wide open. There's no one on them. It's crazy. Exactly. It's a video. I've, I've nearly gotten into multiple accidents. Exactly by because of the reasons why the streets are empty. Nobody pays any fucking attention. Like, at all. I'm not shocked that you've gotten in an accident. Last night I was um, sitting and sitting down to watch some TV and I heard a big boom and we're kind of near an intersection that should have a four-way stop and everybody thinks it's a four-way stop, but it's not. And so I just assumed it was another one of these incidents. I go outside and my neighbor's poking at her car and all of a sudden another truck like veers by like somebody hit and run like just on the street from us. So then the, the broken car came pulled up and was like, did you see that guy? It was like a blur. Anyway, be careful out there, you drunk drivers. <laughs> yeah, I'm amazed. I saw people saying in the... Uh in slack that it was like it's snowing today and i was like really because yeah. eric this was my this was my background in april eric if you remember i don't know if you were in that scrum or not but this was my backyard it is april and then it was 65 in the afternoon wow. yeah 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 we yeah. like and even the nice days have had like these incredibly powerful winds like i, I went yep. riding with my son like he he basically just got really good on a bike and likes to ride and he he was like dad i can't do like the wind was so <laughs> so windy that he couldn't even ride it like he wasn't able to get enough momentum to penetrate the wind hmm. were you drafting off of him were you sitting behind him? <laughs> <laughs> making him do all the work you were weren't you <laughs> we had we had 48 mile an hour winds the other day and i'm like god i'm i'm half tempted to go rent the the airplane that i did most of my primary training in because you can actually slow that down to about 40 miles an hour so you turn it into the wind you can fly backwards but wow. you you've really got to wait for a good strong windy day for it and yeah that would have been it two days ago like, I'll have so, to admit, flying backwards doesn't sound like a great idea to me no. personally, but I, I, I accept it's tough to see where you're going. But. <laughs> hey, when John, Dan left, you gave up your ability to fly backwards. You can't do that stuff. That's true. How else do you expect me to parallel park? <laughs> John, you would be a good person to talk to about this. Did, did any of you read? about how the autopsy report on Chris Carpenter, the Baseball Hall of Famer, just came out last week. Oh, my God, he was drugged up. The, the report is is kind of hilarious. So he died in, uh, you would probably know the exact model, John, but I guess there's this new plane that rich people are just dying in left and right, where it, it, it takes off 
uh, on water and oh, the icon. Yes. Yeah. So, and I get yep. like the, the guy who created it died and they sent yep. out a new manual and the manual is hilarious. It, it was just revised where they said, cause the problem is all these pilots are trained on high altitude flying and now they're flying something that's only like 20 feet off the ground and they're all dying. And they just said, we do want to remind you that flying right above the ground introduces new considerations. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so in, in normal <laughs> training, you're you're taught an old axiom that goes, uh, airspeed is life, and altitude is life insurance, and uh, and so by regs, you're not supposed to be any lower than, uh, well, 500 feet off the ground is you know, bare minimum. If it's a populated area, you're supposed to maintain a thousand feet over the ground, and you routinely see pilots that are like, you know. Trying to trying to wave at their friends at a housing development and you know stupid crap like that, and inevitably it ends up with them like not paying attention and into a you know power line or that's what happened know. with Chris Carpenter. He went into the Atlantic Ocean actually in the Gulf of Mexico, and he was doing um, like loop de loops like to a crowd on the beach. But the official yep. coroner's cause of death was hilarious. Its actual words were massive amphetamines and stunts. <laughs> this will do it. Wait, he, he was drugged up. He had a ton of yeah. drugs in the system. He had a ton of drugs, and he was just doing like uh, like aerial stunts uh, in the Gulf of Mexico. Bowsers. Yeah. Wow. So the plane takes off on water, but it's not a seaplane. This is like a new. Type no, it is. It's a it's an amphib. So it, it has the ability to land on on water or land, um, which amphibs add a whole nother dimension of sure. risk <laughs> what's that stupid additional consideration yeah potentially <laughs> stupid i mean it's just it's one of those things that you for, for those of us who have done it uh the whole like forgetting to put your landing gear down um <laughs> you know, is is rarely fatal yeah. rarely ever is that a fatal mistake um when it's a seaplane however uh, having it down and forgetting to not put it down essentially uh, is usually fatal. Like if you land on water with the wheels down, chances are it's going to end up fatal. Mm. Um, so when you're flying an amphib and you have to be that much more conscious about, all right, am I landing on ground or am I landing on water? Which way does the gear need to be? It's just, it introduces a, a whole additional risk factor that it's it's cool being able to land either place is awesome but that's man, why you didn't I, want to land on steve's lake with your plane i, I get one water <laughs> landing one <Yeah>. only <laughs> no offense steve but i'm not wasting it on you yeah no i totally get it <laughs> i think it was uh roy holiday not chris roy holiday yeah not chris carpenter sorry yeah you're right, right. Teammates, yes. Yeah, they were teammates, yeah. I like that phrase. I think we should introduce it like an IT. Like, this is going to introduce additional considerations. <laughs> additional considerations. I agree. That's an understatement. <laughs> like the ground. <laughs> <laughs> Things you don't want to introduce to flying. The problem with that, Sean, is like, you know, individuals yes. become additional considerations real fast. 
Is there a date you guys are shooting for for something in the near future? We're done this weekend, dude. This weekend. We're done this weekend. Done. Yeah, great. Um, Nobody will ever ask us to migrate another mailbox ever again. Right? <laughs> you can you can mark that down. Are they going to let us in to Indiana? Are are we going to be able to cross the border? <laughs> have, have those words ever been said? Wow. <laughs> Well, actually, I mean, you're joking about that, but I got a I got an email from Shoot Point Blank telling me, like, don't worry about it. I know the demand for guns and ammo is crazy, but we got you. And then they sent us a statistic saying that they sold more guns in March oh, yeah. of, of this year than uh, like two and a half times more in March of this year than last year's. Nope. And it wasn't the end of March. They sent it like half of March was more than like two and a half times oh, yeah. last year. Yeah. It's got the same email, Ross. Totally same thing. By the way, I didn't get this really? until I went to Shoot Point Blake. And I don't know if you guys can read it. I got the invite to the NRA. Oh yeah. That was it. What what is Shoot Point Blank? Is this uh, e commerce shooting gun? range. Guns. No, it's a it's a gun range. It's a it's uh, a chain range. of gun yeah. ranges. Okay. E- E-commerce for guns. <laughs> <laughs> that would be I ammo. Yeah. I think it's equally comical that there's a chain of shooting ranges. It's like the McDonald's of shooting ranges. Yeah. <laughs> Over a million shots. Shooting ranges. I'm sorry, wait, I don't know let's, if anybody's looking let's at Let's hope the accuracy's right a little better than the guy making oh, the big <laughs> Was right in the middle of my, he's right in the middle of my screen, and he, I'm watching him like emerge from the bubbles with this rifle. Did he take it out? Yeah. I didn't see it. No, I didn't see it. He, he did. still has it. Talk hunting. Ooh. Yeah. I can't see you, John. Say something. Yeah, there you go. Oh, you can't see oh, me. Oh, now we can see you. Get rid of the bubbles. Looks like it's sawed off. <laughs> it is sawed off. Nice. It's a small nozzle. <laughs> is that a 410 <laughs> there we go he opened the closet we've never I, seen that closet. I, have a 410, I have a 410 in there i can get that out too is that just a 12 gauge yeah 12 gauge hey what do you mean just <laughs> yes i haven't seen a lot of eight gauge guns around in a long time well, <laughs> Like this. I was sit there with a gun like this. From my cold, dead hands. In Iroquois <laughs> County, we just keep those next to the fire extinguisher in the fridge, so that's why she said just. <laughs> I was going to say, I think that was one of the first guns I ever shot, so it's it's basically, it's it's just a really big version of a twenty two to me. Did you call it a baby gun? Wow. What's that? I said, did you call it a baby gun? And this explains why, John, you don't have any birds in your bird feeder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. He's staring at them with guns in the background. There's it's never going to be a bird. Like the other birds. Yeah, no way. No birds, no neighbors, no nothing. So does that, does that lock? Oh, yeah. So you lock that, huh? Good. Exactly. Good. <laughs> so... Probably over a month ago, uh, I was I was trying to find peanuts and like all three grocery stores were out. And I remembered that uh, we, we had a fleet farm 
and they had a flyer that had come out that had uh, the the big like two pound tubs of peanuts on sale. I'm like, oh, maybe maybe they actually have it because everybody forgets we have a fleet farm and, and that they actually sell some foodstuffs there. So I go over to Fleet Farm, and as I'm standing there... Sorry, in what, the, what is a Fleet Farm? Yeah, it's like a tractor supply type place, like what, a farm they, farm implement place. Is there Blaine's Farm and Fleet? No, nah, there's there's a number of different offshoots. Like the, the Fleet Farm uh, original brand like got split because the two brothers couldn't, like, when the dad died, the two brothers couldn't, like, they, they just didn't work in a business relationship. So they, one of them became fleet farm and the other one became farm and fleet. And yeah, it, it was a, whatever. It, it's like, it's like farm supplies. Like you need, if you need drugs for your horse, go there. If you need syringes for giving the drugs to the horse, you go there. Um, you need hydraulic hoses for your tractor. You go there. So really just an adult store. Uh, really, just a what? An adult store. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, then... but they do have like, you know, candy and various different types of jerky. They yeah, got the jerky. jerky. Not a good jerky. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Uh, car, car heart suspenders and shit like yeah, that, right? Camouflage uh, everything. Oh yeah, camouflage. Camouflage lingerie. Oh yeah, that's that's. Yeah. We, we live in cornfields. We know what that farm, that yep. what those stores are. Yeah. Yep. So I go there and I'm standing and I'm like, there are two containers left of peanuts. And I'm like, do I be that asshole that takes both? No, I'm not going to do that. So I, <laughs> as I'm getting one off the shelf, there's like two other guys coming down the aisle and they're talking to each other. And it's like, yeah, did you see the ammo? There's nothing left for ammo. And I'm like, wait really like they're sold out like so i <laughs> i walked back there and they weren't kidding the the shelves were bare like all there's like four aisles of ammo for handguns and rifles and shotguns <clears throat> there wasn't anything in a in a you know more common size to be found like nothing 12 get you might find 410 shells if you had a small yeah. nozzle but uh <laughs> <laughs> but but really you weren't finding anything like yeah it was ridiculous and that, at that point that was like that was literally mid-march and at that point i got scared like what in the fuck are my neighbors going to be doing next like why have we bought out the supply of ammo this is not something we should be doing right like there was the under- TP people, and then there was the ammo people, and they right. went to their their separate yeah. stores and bought yep. their separate things, and and that's what they stocked up on. You, know, I, I if I gotta put money on, I'm putting money on the ammo people because they're gonna end up. Because <laughs> <laughs> when push comes to shove, damn, the TP put. What are they gonna do? Throw TP at somebody who's gonna shoot them to get their TP? <laughs> Crazy. Well, that's cheery. <laughs> Thank you for that story. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes that I, uh, shit was real. <laughs> I binge watched uh, Ozarks. It was awesome. <laughs> it's really good. Oh, yeah. I've been watching that season two. Yeah, I agree. That's Or season three. That's really good. I it, 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 uh, last night. 
by the way. So we, since a lot of you Chicago people are on here, <clears throat> did you watch that? You had to watch The Last Dance. It was the highest rated streaming thing ever, pretty much, right? So is it is there is there foul language in it? Because my son yes, wants to two. watch it. Two no, versions. Two. Huh? ESPN two broadcasts and you can record the edited version so you can watch it with kids, and then ESPN, the main channel, broadcasts unedited. They say the word fuck like every three seconds. Okay. So. I, I will be watching whatever's on a certain Plex server, and um, it's probably <laughs> the fuck version. Is this one that shouldn't be mentioned? Yeah, but ESPN 2 has the edited version. So if yeah, you go to your DVR and you watch, you record those. Or... Yeah, I don't have ESPN 1, let alone 2. Oh, it's all the Ocho. you got to watch the Ocho. Well, then you're watching, you're, he's going to learn the word fuck and well, shit. He's not going <laughs> to watch. So anyway, was it, was it good? Was the first episode good? It was amazing. It was amazing. Yeah, it's everything you want to see about why that team ever ended. It should never have ended, but you're going to learn why. And it's 10 episodes of behind the scenes with Jordan and Pippen and, and yeah. everybody. It's really oh, awesome. I have no idea what you were talking about. So that's how bad of a Chicagoan I am. Wow. The oh Last Dance is like this huge uh, miniseries on ESPN that they were going to save for if there were NBA finals this year, they would have been in late May, early June, finishing up with new new NBA champion. Right. And this was going to air and conclude about the same time. And it would have been kind of like one of the greatest teams ever to play basketball was kind of forced to go away. And that makes no sense 20 years later. Why the hell would you ever do that? And they kind of walk through who these players were, why they did what they did, and who made this all end way ahead of its time. So uh, it's it's awesome. It's really oh. good. It was the highest rated, uh, I think it said highest rating show ESPN's ever aired, and one of the highest streaming ratings ever, too. Because well, there's only... nothing else on ESPN. I should watch ESPN's them. The tagline is, we miss sports, too. So, I mean, that's what they show now. It's Sports Center with nothing, and yeah, we miss sports too. <laughs> so. was, um, was former Chicago resident Barack Obama in episode one? I heard they have he's in there as an interview, and he's just titled former Chicago resident. He's not there yet. They had, they, had, they had Obama in there about being a Bulls fan when he was a kid, and they had um, Bill Clinton in there being a fan. Um, in well, I don't want to watch it. Uh, okay. Apparently, or, or W was not in it. I don't know why, but. Yeah, but Laura Bush was on TV last weekend for this telethon of, like, music. I saw it? her. It's good. I didn't watch it. I just saw the end, and that was, I saw her and, and Michelle. It was great. I mean, it was it was so non-political, and it was just a, a very positive show. We watched it. It was great. I mean, they, some of the music was amazing. The yeah. music was amazing? That's yeah. weird. I mean, uh, it, it was, it was uh, just different uh bands throughout history doing unplugged stuff at their houses the rolling stones did a really cool one it was I and mean, it was awesome not the last dance eric we've switched oh, into yeah. another Changed special gears. okay i got yeah. it <laughs> i actually have to go guys i have to do a family chat in All about right. five minutes this had a mom. is your family had a how many times do i have to tell you this is your family We'll have to break up with my other family so that you know I can move on to this one. It's like send us the Zoom link. Send us the Zoom link. Yeah, <laughs> and we even have we have guns for this family of yours, so you know it should right. it should feel right at home. See, they they have more. <laughs> Ross join this one too, or what? Probably true. <laughs>
Yeah, Ross, you going to, I assume? Ross has to leave. Go ahead, Ross. No, I don't have to leave just yet. <laughs> but he wants to. He has to be introduced first. I haven't I haven't sent him the link yet, he so once I send him the link, then he'll have to go. You know, you All guys right. you guys are making fun of my nozzle here. I mean, uh, you know, uh, my feelings are a little bit hurt, so uh <laughs> just a little hurt though. Yeah. You can go talk guns with Carla's family, that's fine. <laughs> All right, I'll see you guys later. Bye, Carla. Bye. I seriously, I knew that this Bulls thing was coming, but it happening was a non-event to me. Oh my gosh! It, it, I mean, when they moved it up, it was like the greatest thing that's happened to sports. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so they moved it up to to early, you know, April, so that people could watch it because there's a demand for TV and they have nothing going on. So, so this thing is the highest rated thing they've ever done. And they're like, thank God, because we have nothing else for you. I only know about it. I know about it because Melissa won't stop talking about it. She's been wanting to talk about it as Asper on certain flexes. Really? To happen. It's yeah. such a good, it's it's done very well. And, you know, they're it's, trying to, you know, you, you got to watch it. If you if you watch the Bulls and you were a fan and Steve, you're a basketball fan, it's totally right up your alley. You got to watch it. It's a, it's really good. Would, I, I thought I heard some quote from Michael Jordan saying that, uh, he was going to come away looking um, like an like, asshole. Like an asshole. I think that might have been the quote. I mean, he um, was an asshole, but yeah, he, he was kind of an asshole. <laughs> he was. Yeah. He was an well. So I mean, the the first episode essentially explains that the GM Jerry Krause was, you know, this guy who was insecure about a lot of things and really wanted more credit than what he got. And Jordan made fun of him all of the time. And I oh, had no God. no idea. I did not know. I knew he didn't like him, but I didn't know. Like he called him short and he would say, hey, Jerry, you want to come out and do some warm ups with us? And, you know, it'd be like, yeah, I'm going to do it. And he's like, well, you're going to have to grow like six inches or, you know, it was like he would just flat out. We'll we'll lower the net for you. Yeah. Yeah. We'll lower the net for you, I think was the quote. And it was just like, wow, okay, he was he was not nice. But, you know, that was 10 years of him being a GM that, you know, did what he did. So you got to watch it. It's amazing. You will not be let down. It's uh, I thought it was fascinating when when they when Jordan talked about or the uh, cocaine caravan. When oh, he, was, he laughed. You didn't hear yeah. that before. That was, was so funny. It was totally true because like the, the NBA teams of the early '80s, it was cool. just like drug parties all over the place. Like every hotel room was like lines of coke and girls and partying, and the Bulls were that way when he joined the team at, at, at the start. Yeah, he changed. He changed not only the team but the league, and it was amazing. And he he is one of those people that just goes down as as legendary. So it's good. I mean, just watch it. I don't want to ruin it for anybody else. There's only been two hours. Uh, it'll it's it'll like, air an hour every Sunday. Sunday. Like, how, how do you ruin this show for us? Like, they win six hey, games. Hey, hey, Irk, the Bulls won. Yes, <laughs> and then they won again. And then they won again. Ask Melissa. She'll tell you about basketball. She will explain it, how it works, and what they do. It's fine. Basket I also find it hard to believe that Michael Jordan or any player in the NBA making a hype joke is offensive to somebody. It's like, yeah, you all are like exactly. six and above. Like, how is that going to be? Yeah, you're, you're giving you're giving Irk shit about basketball, but as I remember, he was on a team that won in basketball against you and Kirby. Number one. There were performance-enhancing drugs during that? <laughs> no. 
That wasn't until Captain Ross took me out on that. Yeah, but you were aware there. of it. <laughs> no, no. Serbian. We had the Serbian star over there, you know, doing Kareem hooks and you know dunking and you know I'm sorry in your short shorts, boxers. You know, it was throwback to the '80s for sure. Which <laughs> is from Serbia. God, I can't believe I missed this game. Yeah, you're gonna need to put in a better hoop this year, Steve, as part of the oh, the we're renovation. Going, we're going hard. Yeah, if I ever see you again, yeah, we're going hard this year. Yeah, I need ten foot regulation. <laughs> a ball that bounces. Yeah, we're yeah. we're in. Something. <laughs> I'm so glad I missed that. Oh man, it was fun. You gotta come back to the league, John. I intend to. More than one lot water landing, and you're in. Let's do it. Yeah, I'll uh, as soon as as soon as Sean gets me an Icon A5, I'm uh, I'm all there. It'll be <laughs> uh, it'll be right on the lake. So Wait, we have been there. Crap. We have been there when two float planes have landed. Oh, we've been there seven years ish, and. Twice we have watched a float plane land in the lake. It's kind of surprising. That's a fairly decent sized lake. I would have expected there to be more more traffic there. But more more risky adventure. That's right. More, <laughs> I just don't think there are that more many, added risk. Yeah. <laughs> that many literal float planes in this part no. of the world? No, float plane. Well, in the in this part of the world is probably the only place you'll find them. Uh, Alaska, Alaska, and Alaska and Minnesota, Canada. Uh, yeah, actually, or you're right. Uh, Washington, Oregon as well, but um, Minnesota, Alaska, and I'd say Washington and Oregon probably have a fair. And Michigan and Illinois, not as much. I guess not, but. So is that the mail service or is that drug runners? <laughs> Neither. You mean in my lake? It was it was yeah. drugs. It was drug. It was Probably. not. They had to yeah. get those drugs to South Bend. Huh? Yeah, they had to get the drugs to South Bend. Exactly. That, that, that's Amazon next day delivery. To have to <laughs> yeah. The drones were down, so they used the planes. <laughs> right. I, is private flying? Do you think it's down? Is it? You know, are people? Are you people know, flying, I'm not, not flying. I'm I'm not sure that it's down. The surprising thing is every time I go out to the airport, it's it's swamped. Like everybody is out. They got shit all else to do. Yeah. And so everybody's out flying, which is kind of surprising. The the trouble is the FBO is closed. Like at St. Cloud, at the place where I keep my airplane, the 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 store that you would go to, the business you'd go to to get fuel is closed. So the only place to get fuel is some of the surrounding airports that have self-service tanks. And I've talked to one of the uh, managers of, of a airport that's probably, I don't know, 25 miles away or so. It's fairly close. Um, and, and he intends to keep the tanks full, the self-service, self-service tanks. So, um, gas is cheap. Yeah, you should, buy, you should buy a barrel of crude they're, too. They're giving it away. They're, they're paying you to take it. In. They're <laughs> paying you to take gas. It's crazy. Or oil, at least. Yeah. I I looked at that that night that happened, and I'm like, how many barrels could I fit in the hangar? Could I? <laughs> could I have, 
<laughs> but by morning it was back up to like five dollars. I'm like, yeah. fuck, if I could have gotten it when they were paying me ten bucks a barrel to take it. Yeah. And, and then you'd pour crude oil into your plane, and I imagine that would not be good. <laughs> well, it depends on which hole you poured it into. Like there is you know, I only use six quarts of oil for the actual like oil sump, but I could use it there, but you can't put it in the gas tank. But yeah, no, I I think it might I think overall it's probably down. It's just it seems like it's up because there are people that just don't have anything else to do. Like those those that that were being you know restricted from flying just by their day jobs, uh, now don't don't have the ability to to do anything else during the day, so they go fly. We'll see. Yeah, I don't know. We were out um, midday today. We took a walk and it was an opportunity to just be outside because it's nicer and I wanted to get out. So took a walk and it's amazing to see like literally people with their kids throwing a football in their yard and, you know, it's like. It's nice, but every time I see something like that, I go, all right, well, is it somebody like me who still actually has a job, or is that dude literally one of those people who's who's been cut yeah. loose and he's just making the best of it? And, and yeah. that's, that's hard. It's hard to watch. So, yeah. I mean, I, I figure people that are going out flying – have the wherewithal to go out and fly, right? <laughs> um, but who knows? Yeah. I, I, I suspect those that are out flying are probably those that still have some way of earning an income. Or they're, my other guess is they're, they're kind of retired or semi-retired, and, uh, and there's just nothing else to do. And so they're out flying. And I've... I didn't get out this past week, um, but I did the not this last weekend, but the weekend before. Um, and I'm trying to trying to get out like on the weekend and at least just get a one hour flight in just to just to stay practiced. Like, yeah, you know, it. I have to be a little bit cognizant of like if I need if I need to fuel, I need to do so at the airport in Little Falls first before I get back to my hangar, because I can't get gas at my hangar. Um, so what you so, said is, these are cell service, so you literally call it in and say... Self. Oh. Pump it yourself. Okay. Uh, my, my airport doesn't have a self-service like station. Like You can't pull up to a, to, a, to a pump and pump it yourself. They have a truck that comes over and fills, fills the plane from a truck. So another Problem reason is, he has to back up his plane, by the way, is... Yeah, self-serve. You've got to back in to get the self-serve. Got it. Okay. If I had put the engine on the right end of the airplane to start with, none of this would be a problem. <laughs> Agreed. It sounds like you live in Oregon where they don't let you pump your own gas. So it sounds backwards. I get it. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, yeah, I just have to be cognizant of like how much fuel is on board so that I make sure... I land with enough to take off and at least get me over to the fuel pumps. <laughs> so, so is anybody, um, 
either A, worried about, or B, <laughs> encouraged by places like Georgia that are going to, like, open the massage parlors again. Woo, worried. let's go. Yeah, I, I think I'm worried. Worried. I'm pretty sure that a lot of those places didn't close in the first place. They are probably still open. Yeah, my brother lives in Georgia, and he lives in a you know pretty far away town that you know it, it feels a lot like Ozark. Uh, that it, it, it's a different way of running business down there. So I I don't think the I mean they, everyone knows everyone. You know every cop, you know every ranger. So it's like as long as you're friends with them, you can do whatever you want. Yep. I'm sure we've all seen the Facebook meme about, you know, this is kind of like when you were a toddler and you got put in time out by your parents and your parents, you, you tried to leave time out. And your mom would say, look, if you leave time out again, you're going to end up spending more time in time out. That's exactly what's going on. Yeah, now. exactly. This is my fear about the whole thing of opening up in parts of the country. It, this needs to be a federal level response in yeah. our country. What? Yeah, it, it makes sense to uh, open yeah. up state at a time. It could be, um, it could be good in that. Well, not good, but like, uh, what would be scarier is if they have no problems, just like due to their dynamics. So then you think it can be done, you know, it can be extrapolated to the country. I don't think that'll happen. I think they'll they'll have problems, and then maybe they'll actually listen to scientists when they see it fail in these many experiments. And that's that's my that's why I asked the question the way I did. Part of me is encouraged. Yeah, go for it, man. Let's watch your numbers. Let's see what happens. Yeah, sometimes you need a negative to happen to prove a positive, you know. But is like, this whole thing already keep, proving that, though? Keep an eye on uh, Battle Creek, Michigan, and uh, I forget where what city in Pennsylvania. They were rioting and marching and going crazy landing it was landing i believe well there was i think it was battle creek oh it was the okay. march. i mean and then yeah it was crazy i take those protests though with a grain of salt i sort of i mean i do think that they're indicative of people being interested in um you know they want they don't want to listen and they want to do what they want to do but at the same time i also think that like it just makes good tv to show people like you know walking around and, and yelling and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, people like staying inside their house is terrible TV, right? Like it's, yeah. it's not. I mean, Confederate flags. Yeah. Confederate flags okay. flying high in Michigan uh, in protest of being told to stay inside your house. Yeah. That's great TV. Are you kidding me? Well, I, I think that might be <laughs> the other positive because I mean, all the polls and studies have shown that the media narrative that, conservative people don't believe this is mostly false. Like they're, they're amplifying like kind of to your point, Eric, that this is good TV and how much of a subset this is. And I think what they're going to find it when Georgia opens up is people aren't going to go to these businesses. Like they're not going to trust that it's safe. But and Sean, I live in new Lenox and there's people on our, on our Facebook boards going, why are you listening to the governor mayor of new Lenox? Yeah, I want to get back. I want to get back out. But there. I don't this think is... it's enough people to support the business at the scale they're used to. Like, I think they're a minority. I really do. I could be wrong. No, Georgia people are stupid. <laughs> <laughs> just Your brother included? I'm just blanket statement. They're so close to Florida, they have no choice. <laughs> <laughs> True. 
We'll see. I don't think people are going to come out the way they suspect. I, I think um, you'll never see me again, Sean. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I had a conversation with uh, with one of my close friends uh, earlier today. Um, you know, the there are at least a dozen different fly-ins that happen throughout the summer that we always get, you know, a- anxious for and, and excited to go to. At none of none of them obviously as as large as Oshkosh. And uh, and Oshkosh happens into July, so nobody's really worried too much yet. We've all just assumed it's too early to know what's going to happen there. And not, you're not going to Oshkosh, I'll tell you exactly, this. exactly. Yeah, and we've you know it, a month ago nobody got too concerned about it. Like there were there were a number of different forum posts uh, on the EA website going, you know, what's this going to do to Osh and and they're like, well, nobody, you know, that's that's months away. We're we're four months from Osh. Let's see what happens. We are one month later, and I was I was chatting with him over over lunch, and I'm like, dude, they ain't happening. Like even even if they decided to delay it till like end of August, so they push it a month, nobody's gonna go, and the and the event isn't gonna look anything like what everybody wants it to be because you you go because you get to be in in close proximity to you know 1.2 million of your closest aviation friends from all over the world and the last thing anybody wants right now is to be close to anybody from anywhere in the world much less 1.2 million of them from all over so it ain't happening and that's that's still three to four months away and it's it's not gonna happen Nobody's I think the NFL is going to do the same. I think the NFL is going to go no matter what. I don't think. Oh yeah, stop yeah the they NFL. will. They're going to do yeah. the draft tomorrow, and they're going to they're going to do their preseasons, and they're going to do their their games. And depending on what different state you're in, you may or may not get to see that game live, or it's going to be broadcast. And they're just going to say we're doing it. You're essential people, and you're done. Do it. But yeah, the NFL doesn't really sure. give a shit about their players, so that kind no. of makes sense, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. It's the only sport that doesn't seem to be slowing down at all in any way, to be honest with you, except for the fact that they're going to do, and I think it's going to be horrible tomorrow, a, uh, a crazy NFL draft uh, virtually or, you know, remote separated areas. And I, I'm tuning in just to see it fail, I think. So is this like a fancy draft where they have auto draft on if they don't pick? And- <laughs> <laughs> right. That's what I'm saying. It's- are they in the sandbox still where it picks everything for them? Or are they going to get oh, God, Just flip auto draft on, please. Don't fuck yeah, it up. Exactly. <laughs> I love that idea. Tampa oh, Bay gets like seven kickers. <laughs> yes. <laughs> wait, the Bears are set for kickers. I did not want a kicker in the second round. Come on. Damn it. Would this have been a good draft year for the Bears? Would they have been able to pick up talent that would have made the difference again? Yeah, six or seven kickers, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> we we don't have. We, I think forty three is our highest number, right? I think we had forty three. That's it. They traded away anyway, just because that's what they do. So wait, so but I still have a question about NFL. Dion, you're saying you you think they're all they're going. Do you think they're going to open stadiums? 
I don't know. I think it'll be. It might be state by state. I think you know yeah. you might you might go see Bears won't play at home. I think the governor is going to be like no large crowds. You're not going to be able to watch the Bears. But if you go and watch them play the Lions, you know Michigan might be you know well not Michigan uh uh the Dolphins. I think they if they play the Dolphins, they're definitely going to, you can go watch them play the Dolphins for sure in that stadium. That's going to be fine by them for I'm, sure. I'm, I'm with Sean. I think that that game is going to have like 100 people in the in the in the stadium. Hundred dumbasses that should get corona. Oh, there's more than well, there's, I don't think there's way more than a hundred that'll go. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's my point. Sell out every game this year with with Bronk and uh, you know their quarterback. They're going to sell out Tampa. Oh yeah, sure, Tampa Bay. They're, they're going to go see them even if they get they they get COVID. They're just. Oh, I, 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 I disagree. I think it's too hard. Prices might be down. I, I think it's too hard to get everyone to agree on a thing. And, and I think they're really going to start to worry about liability. I mean, like there was a Walmart, unless the federal government passes some blanket immunity law, like Walmart just got sued for a, an employee that had no PPE who passed away in Illinois, actually. And I think companies are going to be like, listen, we're the NFL. Like we're a license to print money. We can wait a year. But, you know, small businesses, maybe not. But I, I think companies that have like kind of deep pockets, I think they're going to be like, this isn't worth a long to We don't want to become like the next cigarette company. I agree with you, Sean. I think they are you, they're well, posturing that they will do whatever they need to do and they are planning they will not play this year. Yeah. And, and I think the posturing is part of a like a social game to get a federal money. Like, listen, we were trying to do this. We wanted to do this the whole time. It wasn't possible. Our lawyer said, we can't do it. You got to bail us out. Yeah. I'm, I'm with Sean. I mean, Whole Foods won't even let you bring in reusable bags anymore. Like <clears throat> they're that paranoid. They're like, Nope. Say the, the fuck hippies, away. The hippies what? that run Whole Foods are using plastic bags. Yes. Yes. I, I like it, a mask every day, but that bag you're bringing back and forth from your house. Nope. Don't do that. Can you imagine NFL games where there's just uh, is BYOB, everything's bring your own, and there's there's no security in the stands. They check your ticket and you're in the stadium and there's no one else there. That'd be amazing. And the Every other seat has a ventilator. Oh, uh, you know, I don't know. I I I think the games will still be played without people in the stadiums. Um, yeah, I can because see there's happening. There's too, too many. Yeah. There's too much TV, and I'm just I'm I'm kind of being an ass about which states don't give a fuck about stay at home shit because there's definitely governors that are like back to business as soon as we can. That's why I'm joking that I think you know Florida will be one of those states that says you want to go go. We're not going to stop you. They have just, the you first, know, the Dolphins so. have their second undefeated season since seven. Hilarious. <laughs> 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 They get one game under their belt and then the whole NFL stops. <laughs> show up, so we win. <laughs> or you just maybe you just if they do actually stage games, you just start like you have like a D lineman that just is COVID positive. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh no! Oh <laughs> no! Oh, oh no! They oh, all have to wear a face not. mask, right? They all have to have the face yeah. guard oh, and like they have to have gloves and you know. They'll have PPEs to play football. I mean, they're almost they're halfway there already. It could happen. I mean, I'm not I'm half joking, but I'm half not. I mean, there's too much. There's billions of revenue that comes from this. I think it'll. I I gotta go. 
I just realized I got to change out the color of the filament I'm using. I got to start printing green face masks so that I make sure my hockey team can play later this year. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, aren't you and Ross printing uh, the, the helmets for this season for NFL? There it is. Uh, no, I could. I, I Actually, yes. I'll start printing. Uh, I'll start printing Vikings ones, and I'll purposely set the infill like two percent so that they crack. <laughs> Concussions. <laughs> All right, Steve. This is where you usually say you're hungry, and you, you're where are we going for dinner? And, I don't know. I, I'm thinking is, that was about as geeky a like yeah. printing joke as we could possibly get. So, yep. well I can't, done. I can't believe Elise is still here. <laughs> is she? Yeah. Didn't say a word in an hour. <laughs> we gave her shit about her uh, that, internet actually, connection. Gave up. I'm actually about to leave too. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a hot date. Okay, for those of you that may have been listening, we are the Worldwide IT guys. <laughs> That's bad. <laughs> oh, Is that man. what you want to be on? I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> This is in the can, I'm sure. <laughs> it's in the can and out for the curb later. Yeah. Yep. I enjoyed so, it. I, I've been yeah. having I fun. I did too. Yeah, me too. I, yes, I hope you have enjoyed it, Irk and Eric especially, given the fact that you guys are still early in your day. I'm oh, yeah, at- man. They're only, what, four o'clock there? Yeah. Yeah. It's not exactly yeah. early. That, that's what um, has affected me the most is that the global comms team is on the West Coast. And, you know, they still have three hours after we're supposedly done. And they don't shut down. And, and then the person on the East Coast uh, has no life. So he's always awake. Also true. Totally true. So. <laughs> But I think we made a breakthrough with the, the global comms team today, so that's good. Well, John, you can go on West Coast hours. Nobody's, like, pushing this. <laughs> I do not want that. So I had this conversation yesterday. I was like, so <laughs> Chicago, I, I join this call every once in a while that they have – about what's going on and will the office open and what's going to happen and how's it going to happen. And that was the last conversation. What are we going to do when we open? Like, are we close? No, but we're planning. What should we do? And the reality is they're, they're literally talking about eight person rooms that now can support two or three people at most. And, how are we going to like remove all the chairs and the monitors so that only so many people can fit? And I'm like, I don't really care. How's the model going to change? I said to Jamie, you know, we worked Monday through Thursday in the office. Supposedly. I might've gotten in the office three of those days. I might have gotten John in the office three of those days. I might have gotten Dion three of those days. Does it matter anymore? The no, whole thing no. doesn't matter anymore. No. And he went, yeah, but you're still going to like do like 
Monk's Day is going to happen. I, it's not Monk's Day, like you're still going to do that, right? And I, All right, fine. We we will get in for whatever we need to do collectively. And he said, yeah, don't worry about it. If you get two or three people that want to come in right. and do what they need to do, that's what's going to happen. This is the evolution of the business. And we don't need to have as much real estate. And we don't let this open plan and this sort of floating desk hoteling thing is actually a good thing if they reduce their footprint and say, I don't care where you work. Here's an office. We have resources for you if you want them or need them. But don't worry about it. Yeah, that, that floating desk thing only works if that's the expectation is that it's there if you need it. And that correct. Correct. And if but, we can set the monitor down. But the converse of this, the, the sort of flip side of this is Hong Kong. And Hong Kong is starting to open up. And he went into the office this past week to say, hey, I'm going to see how it's going. 70% of the office was back in the office. Oh. It's a different uh, yeah, environment, different culture. Yeah, but yeah. I heard, we have friends that live in Hong Kong, and they're like, everyone full masks, everyone's riding the bus. They, they, I don't think they've had a blow up since, you know, Singapore had a, like a climb. But like, th- their culture has adopted like. This is not. Yeah. Uh, hasn't everyone in Hong Kong been tested? PPE going for years too. I mean, that culture is already PPE'd up all the time. You see some of them yep. in Chicago and airports in in where they are. They are just that way, and they because they they've already had this hit them very hard years past, and they're ready for it. And, and I it's think it's going to come back have- again, and they're there. So we're not. Sean. Well, I think you can get tested before you go to work there, too. So it's like your whole staff goes and gets a test. They get results in a day. And you are then, tested you know, every time you enter a building in the transport and everywhere. And they, they are testing and cleaning you, actually. Like, uh, yeah, they are, oh, spraying, no. yeah. they are spraying with... Can I sign up for that? I would like to everything. clean you, please. I would love that. My bike ride, if somebody would just clean me. Hey, Sean, if you bike by my house, I will spray you with a hose. I would have enough. Dude, dude, don't worry about it. I have a compressor. We'll hook up a water tank to it. We'll pressure wash you. It'll be fine. Don't take the stand off. Those things are, yeah. Don't use the red nozzle. Use the uh, green nozzle, I think. Oh, yeah. Short nozzle. Short nozzle. So, small. Small nozzle. The buildings, the. the the camp, the campus. So we are getting a new income from there. We we should. We we are spending too much money in real estate, and we need yeah. money. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Compost. Yeah. About the the footprint of our of our office space. We are spending way too much money on office space. Ah. I agree with that. Instead of compressing people, because that's what they learned in this. Oh, uh, we can't like put more people in smaller square footage, but they can actually work anywhere. Weird. So let's, let's yeah, weird. Wait, sorry. So they let's actually it. get smaller it's... footprints with broader spaces between them, and say, sure, you want to go into an office, go into an office, but you have they to. They just be need an office to deliver equipment. And configure stuff like if somebody needs technical support, 
you have a place to go and get your computer and yeah, something uh, configured. But I, I, I've been seeing a lot of articles. I haven't read them, but the headlines are how is Fold Market going to survive this pandemic? Because our, our area was so hot and growing so rapidly that we're getting crushed. Like our neighborhood. That could be a silver lining, right? If some dive bars start moving in. Point was supposed to close for three months anyway. So they're going to be fine. I don't give a shit about anything else. So we're good, yeah, right? There's yeah. Sean. That's what I was looking Thanks, for. Sean. <laughs> I personally, I think this is something that's kind of needed to happen. Uh, not so much, obviously, the the sickness and 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 fatality of this all but the realization that we don't all have to go to the same three mile square area to to work with each other it, it's helpful to have those spaces available when we need to put 20 people in the same room for you know a period of time but for day-to-day -day activity and this is just something that maybe i've grown accustomed to over the last you know nine ten years of working from home I do not miss commuting on a daily basis. That that ship has sailed, man. That shit's for the birds. I, I JD, I, I had this same conversation with my son, who started a new job literally a week after he was in lockdown. So Seattle went into lockdown, and then he started a new job a week later, and he's never been in the same room with anybody he works with. Yep. And as a result, he's looking at it going. Actually, this kind of I have no problem with this. I'm not paying for that stupid long ass commute. I'm not spending yep. like time over this bridge that is stupid and takes me forever to get all of this is happening. I wake up in the morning, I check in, I see what's going on email wise. I know what I have to do for my day. I take a shower, I get myself ready, I sit down and I work. And I'm and I'm like, no big yep. deal. Free time, I, man. I was the guy who got up at stupid o'clock and had a workout and went on to my commute. What I miss on my commute is the quiet time to actually do stuff that was not call oriented. So I'm trying to figure out how I bring that back into my life. Don't because sign into teams. It's more I have calls booked end to end and I have yeah. not sorted out that. What I've done is I've grooved into a more lax lifestyle where I wake up and I go, I don't have to go anywhere. I don't have to do anything before I have to get to this eight o'clock meeting or this 730 meeting or whatever is you know happening in my day. And sure. I go, all right. Oh, shit. It's I have 15 minutes to get to. my. OK, I got to sit down. And <laughs> so I have to groove into a different mindset, whereas I've gone overboard lax on my mornings for sure i need to go back to something that's a little more middle of the road i was getting up at 4 30 in the morning yeah that's stupid now i'm getting up at 6 30 and making my 7 30 calls and i'm comfortable i need to 5 30 is probably okay <laughs> right just don't don't sign into teams from 5 30 to 6 30 you'll be fine yeah, because as soon as you see the green dot, people are like, oh, he's there. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's fair. That's fair. Well, 
I missed some of the parts. You know, Dion, I missed the parts. I do not I miss don't. Dion's parts. <laughs> no, it's hurt. It's hurt. I think everybody don't miss it. Never me. Uh, yeah, I know never done it. Where's Sean? He's supposed to chime uh, in. He, 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 belt, he bolted. Yeah, I'm going to do the same. Yeah. But this was awesome. Hey, thanks for joining, JB. Appreciate thanks it. Thanks for having me. Love you guys. Love you too, man. I just love you by accident, or everybody else I actually love. <laughs> that happens. Hey, Take care, Hi, dude. Sounds great. Bye, everybody. Have a good That's night. Have big Eric in my screen. Ooh, big Eric? Big Eric. Ooh. One can be so lucky. <laughs> <laughs> big nozzle. Big. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Uh, we right. have been the Worldwide IT guys. Yeah, exactly. Hey, Ross, thanks very much for staying and, and proving that you didn't need to go join Carlos' call. That was really <laughs> the important part of that. So I, I think my uh, my uh, my drive got screwed, but that's fine. I'm, I'm probably going to go open a beer and go chill with Mickey now. But what was screwed? There's no traffic. Yeah. I don't know. I don't like to come back after night. It's a, it's not a rational thing. But I,